Hello, guys, and welcome back to the podcast. This is Paint the Town Dead, and I am one half of your host, Caitlin. I think you mean it's Kathleen, and I'm Androw. <laughs> what? And the show is... Paint the Town Dead. Pa- paint the Toon Deed. Okay, let's start over. Hi. No, no. <laughs> I'm doing a joke because we pronounced the guy's name wrong all through the last episode. <laughs> That's your segue. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was um, correction uh, from last week that we were very committed, especially me. I was very committed to it being Alamo and it was not apparently. Apparently it is Alamo and I was making fun of it. But you and I both came to a consensus that because Alamo sounds better, we're going with it. Yeah, I, I think I just wanted it to be Alamo. It makes sense. I, I should have known it was going to be Alamo, but I I just wanted it so bad that Tony Alamo, because that's such a good name. Yes, yes it is. Uh, but it's not. It's Alamo, according to... Every, multiple people. Yeah, multiple people. So I'm, people, People who I would trust to know. Yeah, like my friend from work who said it was Alamo. My father who when i said i mentioned the episode he was like you did it wrong you're like dang it and then i was like oh oh i was worried about that and and then my friend kendall who listens to the is this the one whose name spelled wrong she's angry at you for that (laughs) she should be angry with her uh, parents i didn't (laughs) i didn't give her that name it's spelled fine um yeah, but she's from that area and was like, yeah, it's it's a llama. And I was like, oh, we, we we didn't. But it is Falk. Falk is correct. I, I am willing to say it most likely is. Yeah. Though I asked I asked my dad again. What did he like, say? He went with Falk. Well, maybe, maybe it's just like, are you from South Arkansas? <laughs> are you from North Arkansas? Maybe. I don't know. Cent- my- Central and above is probably Falk. And then... For people I, I, that actually live there, it's probably Falk. I asked my mother and she said Fook. <laughs> so, <laughs> Mom, that's not right. <laughs> we were like, I was trying to like get her to guess it, whichever one, Falk or Folk. He's like, let was, her read the word. No, I, I was like, hey, you know the the Bigfoot equivalent we have, the Boggy Creek monster? And, mm-hmm. and she was like, oh, she's like, oh uh, Arkansas Sasquatch? <laughs> I was like, no, the other name for it, the town. <laughs> Say it. Say it, Mom. So, it took a little work, but. Then she said it weird. Fook. Fook. <laughs> nope. Not an option. Like she's trying to say the F word. She's from South Africa. I don't know. <laughs> we have to focus. Have you seen that? Invictus? Yes. We have to focus. Yes. But that's how they say focus. Yes. They were saying focus. We're not saying bad words. No. We're saying it how they say it. So I guess the way my mom said uh, that town name is the way they say the F word. As I learned from watching District 9. Mom. Yeah, very inappropriate. Mom? Can't yeah. believe you, mother. So, correction, it is Alamo. And you've all known this forever. We're failures. Yeah. I didn't... Listen, I have something kind of weird to talk about. I don't even think I told Andrew about this. I don't even think he noticed. Sorry if you hear clinking in the background. That would be uh, my dryer going. Um, a fellow messaged me, us, our Facebook page. Can I read this to you? Yeah. Okay. He said, hello, I see your post related to Tony and Susan Alamo. I knew them better than anyone. I was by many accounts third in line. I started many of the businesses, including the clothing empire. I also bought all the clothes that they wore. I'm the one who put Tony in prison in 96. Tony and I spoke after that prison time quite a bit. I didn't, I didn't you don't know about this. You I don't. Yeah. No. They messaged our um, Instagram page. And so... 
I'll, I, I said, hey, thanks for reaching out. Would you like to talk about it? We'd like to learn more about, you know, Tony Alamo Christian Ministries. I said, I'm not really reaching out. I just stopped by. I've been more active about stopping Tony and Susan than anyone over the years because I know them and I know more important information that was used by the Labor Department and the IRS. But I think I'm done and actually made peace with Tony before he passed. But make no mistake, both of them were very much con artists. Yeah, I that that is how it always goes, isn't it? Yes. So anyways, I thought that was interesting. But he didn't seem, whoever this fellow was, I didn't really get any details. He didn't seem very interested in talking about it. So that's fine. But I'm glad he reached out to us, yeah. even though he said he wasn't. But very interesting. Uh, so He was just touching base. Yeah. He was just touching, hey, what's up? Just want to let, let you, know. you know a thing. Just, just, just this. So very interesting. So if you or any of your family were affected by tony alamo christian ministries please let us know reach out to us we want to hear from you or anybody else that we talk about on this podcast for that matter yeah generally yeah that, that would be cool yep anyway well you want to get into it i'm excited don't be oh no oh no the, andrew the, andrew the andrew, racists andrew, are back andrew warned me here we go buckle they're, up they're, everybody they're back in a big way right row just like modern day right now they're kind of kind of making a big comeback let's hopefully let's stop not that. let's not listen can i just say since we're on the topic of racists um that book that i told that i talked about that i'm listening to the audiobook about the girl who's in poland uh world war ii era yeah and it's like but pre-world war ii like right before it gets going during world war ii it's like how she kind of she she's an older teenager and she kind of grows into a woman in that time and has to like sober up and learn a lot and kind of has to get over her naivety. It is like the way that they talk about the, they're just everyday citizens. They weren't a part of any party. They were just Polish people. And the way that they talk about Nazism coming into power, it's so subtle. It's so very subtle and it's so scary to, to hear it and then relate it to nowadays stuff. So come on. Everybody love each other. Come on, people. Yeah, and it wouldn't. It would have to be subtle because if it were something Blatant, like, yeah, like some of the stuff some of these people maybe had tried to do, it would get stopped. Yeah, most likely. Oh, okay. I want. I want to hear. Or at least you know, it's not. It won't be seen as favorable, right? In the same way, we'll we'll talk about it a bit. Okay. So, the uh, the main person we're going to be talking about today is Richard Wayne Snell. Oh, okay. Yep, I remember this one. This was on the list. Yeah, this one's been on the list for a while. Uh, I thought Since about the list was made, I think. Just about. That was It was one I thought about doing right after the Kehoe's. You had to take I, a break. I just didn't have the appetite for it. You need, yeah, understandable. And, you know, there's going to be some... some we're going to go over some more details or some of the same details that we did in the Kehoe episode. Because, mm-hmm. of course, all these... They're all connected, man. All these horrible, rotten people, they are connected. Yes. Um, so, uh, Richard Wayne Snell, he was born May 21st, 1930 in Iowa uh, to his parents, Charles and Mary Snell. His dad was a pastor. Mm-hmm. And uh, Richard Snell actually trained in the ministry, but did not pursue it as a career. Hmm. So, he's going to be hooked up with a group called... The Covenant, the Sword, and the Arm of the Lord. You talked about this. Yeah. This is a group that formed in 1971 
Uh, originally out of a church that was in Missouri somewhere. Like I think it was in South Missouri. Huh. I've been there. South Missouri. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so for, it's founded by a guy named Jim Ellison. And they are clo- They call themselves, it's Covenant Sword and the Arm of the Lord. And for short, they say CSA. Okay. Which, you know, why somebody who's going to have these beliefs we're talking about would want to be CSA. Why? What's that? Confederate States of America. Ah, barf. And also, they screwed up the their stupid initials because it's Covenant, Sword, and Arm of the Lord. Why would you leave out the Lord? Just no Lord. Put the Lord back in the Covenant. <laughs> it's a rhyme, people. It's it's terrible. It's, it should be CSAL. But that messes everything up. CSAL. That's what I would have called it. But I'm not a racist. <laughs> exactly. I was so going to say, well, thank God you didn't. I could have helped their branding, which would have been bad. Um, so, founded in 1971, they have close ties with some of our old friends, the Elohim key. City. Oh, no, it comes back. So, I figured it would. Yeah, like, uh, the people who formed Elohim City came out of this CSA group. I think, I think I remember that. Yeah. I think we, I can't remember if we skipped over, oh, uh, we skipped over a bunch of the, the stuff about the order, I think, on the Kehoe episode. Mm, which yeah, is a, I don't recall that. They're different white supremacist group that was running around um the like they're the elohim city people are so tied together that um this jim ellison person who uh founded the csa he actually married one of the founders granddaughters uh, who formed elohim city okay and actually speaking of the order there was a point where um i believe is yeah it was ellison we're not going to do too much of a deep dive on all of the workings of CSA. We might save that for a different episode. Oh, God. But, yeah. Uh, but there was like a split at some point because Ellison was like, um, I, I I learned from God. He says I have to bang all of your wives and every other woman in the compound now. Because mm-hmm. they, they created a compound. It's in, it was in northern Arkansas on uh, the shores of Bull Shoals Lake. Back to northern Arkansas with their weirdness. Because you can hide up in the hills and... All that don't I know? And uh, so yeah, he was like, "I got, I gotta, I gotta do sex with all of the women here now." You know what that God sounds told like? me to. You know what that sounds like? A cult. Oh my gosh, you got it. Good job. Exactly, because this was founded initially actually as like just a religious group rather than um, what they're going to become, which is more of like white supremacist paramilitary group. Mm. So they've got their little compound up in North Arkansas. Um. This is just a life lesson right here. Don't don't join a cult. <laughs> yeah, don't join a cult, which is, yeah. Don't, don't move to a compound anywhere with that's, anybody. Yes, that's what it was. If it has a compound, it's probably bad. If it has a compound, it's probably a cult. Turn around and walk away. Exactly, because especially in those situations, the worst part is it's hard to get out. Yes. Because it's like, we, I don't think we, we only kind of talked about it, I feel like, with the Alamo episode, but all those people living on like that town that they had alma uh when they the other one they had well either one but Uh where they have like their businesses and stuff yeah and also they got no money yeah the people member yeah it's like how are you gonna get out yeah you you gotta have have money to get places and that's why that's how they get you exactly don't go to compounds don't give your stuff away don't just don't do it unless unless you have stuff left out you can donate things that's okay you can volunteer but don't give up everything okay bad Especially if it's just going straight to the leader who's 
getting super rich and stuff. This These are life lessons with Andrew and Caitlin. Um, so there was a split in the group after his whole thing about like, I got to have sex with everybody. Um, and some of them left and joined up with the order. Great. Other white supremacist group. They famously murdered a radio host in Denver. Oh my gosh. Named, uh, something Berg. Oh, okay. He was, well, they didn't like him because he was Jewish and also talked mess about them. Was he really Jewish? Yes. I believe he was actually Jewish. Okay. Um, and CSA, so they eventually, they, instead of just being a religious group, Mm -hmm. which we're going to get into in a second. Okay. Um, they also did all this militia stuff. Like they did like survivalist camps and they would make money off of that. And if you want to learn how to survive, just join the Boy Scouts. And well, and they would make money off of it, I think. And they'd bring in other white supremacist groups like the Order and the Aryan Nations. All them would come in and train with them. Great. Exactly. Um, So they were uh, CSA also believed in Christian identity. No. So we're going to we're going to. And they are all just lumped together. They really are. Um, so we're going to shoot through real quick, just a basic idea of what Christian identity is, because it, we, you might we talk hear about it, it in, in, I think it's episode detail. six, isn't it? Yes. Okay. That's episode the key six. If you need more background, go there. Listen to that. Um, but you'll get what you really need out of it here. Uh, first of all, uh, it's white supremacist idea of Christianity mm-hmm. where, uh, the Israelites, they were actually white people <laughs> and they moved to like Northern Europe and stuff. Yeah. Okay. And so, like, modern-day Jews are not the real Jews. So, also, anti-Semitic, obviously. Clearly. Um, they think the Jews secretly run everything. Mm. They call the government of the U.S. the Zion-occupied government. Mm. Z-O-G. And, uh... Zog. Yeah. Like, I, the basic idea is, I guess they're trying to put together their... They're like, I love... I want to love Jesus and go to heaven... But also, I just really hate everybody who's not white. So. Especially a white dude. Let's just like, yeah, a white dude. Yeah. So basically, you have to like make those beliefs come together somehow. So what you do is all the non-whites aren't real people. They make essentially. them non-human, basically. Exactly. Yeah. So that's uh that's Which is that's not about. okay. That's not okay, no. people. Not okay. And it's very stupid. It's Because it's basically just like. How do I justify my bigotry with this religion that says to love everybody? I, the in, the I idea make is up a to, story. You play pretend. Yeah. Yes. Instead of living in reality, you make up a pretend reality and you just say that's what the, that's what it is. And it's not. Exactly. So <laughs> Richard Wayne Snell, he was uh he was a, he was one of their guys. Mm-hmm. He he was uh affiliated with them. He's also affiliated with like everybody like he spent a lot of time in Elohim City. Mm. He hung out with the Aryan Nation. Mm. He probably hung out with a bunch of other people who were terrible, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said he would act autonomously. Like he would just do whatever he wanted and he would just use their compound as a base of operations, essentially. So he, so he kind of was like a free agent, just kind of hung yeah. out at the compound? Yeah. Okay. So that's a, that's a little background on CSA. And... Uh, now we're going to go to 1983. This is okay. where this is where things are going to start becoming more radicalized. Okay. So here's yet another flipping group, uh, the Posse Comitatus. Did haven't heard of them. 
This is a new one. They are basically the precursor to all these groups. Okay. Every All these groups have their roots in Posse Comitatus. Okay. Which is wild. And CSA has like, like Posse Comitatus begat CSA and a bunch of others. And CSA has begat other groups as well. I see. I see. It's a, it's branching. Yes. Um, what is that? What is Posse Comitatus? What is that Latin or for something? It seems like it's Latin. It's probably something dumb. Let's look it up. I'll look it up. You continue. Um, but yeah, Posse Comitatus, they have a leader named Gordon Call and he, the Posse Comitatus is like all these groups. They're like, oh, taxes are bad. I don't like taxes. You know how, the, you know how right wingers do. <laughs> and in 1983, he gets into a shootout with police and kills two U.S. Marshals. <gasps> Ooh, bad. Gets away. What? Flees to Arkansas. Great. Where he holds up in the home of a CSA member. And eventually police find him there and they have a shootout and he gets killed. Cool. So Call is now seen as this martyr for all these white supremacist groups. They're like, wow, he's mm-hmm. he's so awesome. He died in a blaze of glory. Aww. And like the founder of CSA, Jim Ellison, thought he was the best. He revered him. Hmm. And again, like remember, Call being the leader of this group essentially is he, he was part he was the leader of the group that kickstarted a lot of these groups. Okay. So nineteen eighty three in July at the Aryan Congress at Hayden Lake, Idaho, the uh, the white supremacists are very upset that uh, this horrible person got killed after he murdered police officers. Yeah. And he, he, he we may do an episode on him too someday. Okay. We'll see. Okay. But basically his him dying like galvanized all these neo Nazis into to wanting to do stuff. Great. And again, this is eighty three, so their motto for the meeting was war in 84 because they were ready now or at least claiming to be ready to do their plan of like guerrilla warfare and overthrow the u.s government and all this other crap okay yeah so snell and ellison they start drawing up plans for doing bombings and assassinations and stuff. What? No. And one of their plans back in 83 was to blow up the uh, federal building in Oklahoma City. (gasps) No. Yeah. No. All the way back, they were thinking about doing that. Partially, there's like basically two reasons. One. We talked about this a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Richard Snell was upset because being somebody who's trying to evade taxes all the time, uh, his house had been raided by the IRS and stuff, so... (laughs) Well, I mean, pay your taxes. So, and supposedly they came from the Oklahoma City office because he lived thereabouts. Gotcha. In uh, eastern Oklahoma for the most part. Gotcha. And another reason was they thought it would be really shocking, obviously, if there was an act of terror like that in middle America instead of like New York New or somewhere. York, yeah. Somewhere yeah. where you would more expect it, I guess. Right. And one of the ideas they came up with was that they were going to have a rocket launcher and put it in a van and then set it off remotely. What? But that that they never do that one. <laughs> but um but it gets done at a different point. Yes. Which is anyway, that's a rabbit hole. Yeah. Okay. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. Okay, okay. Because it does tie in to some extent. Mhm. So, 
also in 1983, there was a point where uh, Snell and two other guys went and tried to blow up a natural gas pipeline near Fulton, Arkansas. That's an, okay. Yeah, it's in the southwestern part of the state, and like it, it did nothing because they they were failures, I guess. <laughs> okay. And they did all kinds of other stuff, like. They tried to set fire to like a Jewish center in Indiana, a church in Missouri that was gay friendly, which I guess would be a pretty big deal actually in back in the 83 yeah. at this yeah. point. So first big one he's going to do here. Um, November 3rd, 1983, he goes to Texarkana with two accomplices. Okay. They go to a pawn shop there owned by William Stump. And the idea is they're going to go in there and rob him. Okay. That's nice. Which is pretty common tactic. I don't um, just growled. Sorry. Because they, um, they're going to rob this place. They're going to rob this pawn shop and use the money to fund all their garbage activities they do. Great. Pretty common stuff with these white supremacist groups. Yes. Like the Aryan Nation, I think uh, they robbed a whole bunch of banks. The Kehoe's robbed banks. Um, part of the reason the Kehoes did the murder and they did was to steal a bunch of stuff from, uh, the Mueller's. Yeah. Like things like that. Question. Is Mr. Mr. William Stump, is he African American or Jewish or something not white? No, I think he's white. It's interesting. But they think he's Jewish. Oh. It's just that racists are really stupid. Oh, okay. Okay. Because so I was like, I wonder if they would target a white man who owned a shop or if they would strictly target somebody who they thought was inferior. So um, that, not, I guess. It, they thought he was Jewish. They thought he was inferior. And at the same time, there have been times where if you're not loyal enough to the race, they would, like if it was. Right. You know, it could have been even if he was gay or something. Somebody who was they gay friendly or, yeah. or volunteered with, you know, minority groups or something like that. Or even like uh, Kehoe, they were like, they justified one of their murders by being like, oh, what's her face was, uh, she was, she was part Native American. It's like, yeah. first of all, she's probably not. But second of all, <laughs> that's not a justification that, for that anything. That doesn't make, yeah, that's not okay. Um, But yeah, they, they, they specifically targeted this shop because they thought he was Jewish. He was not. Okay. You know, again, racists tend to be dumb. (laughs) And so, um, they, they go in, they rob him and Richard Snell shoots him in the back of the head three times (gasps) with a 22 caliber pistol. Wow. And they rob it of all the jewelry, cash, weapons, all the stuff that's in this uh, pawn shop here. And run off with that. And they actually uh, came close to doing another one like this. But it was going to be in Springfield, Missouri. Okay. Where uh, they were going to rob another store, like this uh, jewelry store. Mm-hmm. And, because it was owned by a Jewish person. Was it? I think this one actually was. Okay. <laughs> I, but they they end up not doing this one. Um, I believe uh, Ellison called it off. He was like, let's, let's cool it down for a second here. Stay low for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. But that and they were also for that one they were gonna set off a bomb inside to try and burn it down and stuff. Wonderful. Yeah, you know, <laughs> they tend to be wonderful people. When when you have nothing in your life but this ideology of hate, and I'm better, I am superior. Everybody, nobody's better than anybody. I mean, some people are, okay, but yeah. not because of the race. No. Okay. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. It's because they like 
discovered cures for things and or even like better at sports (laughs) (laughs) maybe the main thing is race has nothing to do with anything don't be proud of yourself just because of the color of the skin of the people who banged you into existence yeah i will never stop harping on that because let me tell you you sir are not a better specimen than idris elba i'm sorry that's you know what what that's an example of a person who's better than other people <laughs> he, he, is, he is there you go he is better than other people <laughs> he is superior i'm glad we we worked it out yay some people are better than other people but i'm better than richard snell i'm just gonna say that right now i think you are thank you you're welcome how about me i yes <laughs> you had to think about that too hard. okay I, I think you're better than richard snell was okay or cool. is maybe he's still alive let's find out okay so <laughs> hey by the way Yes. Posse comitatus yeah. is Latin for, um, quote, force of the county. All right. And and it was a an act. The Posse Comitatus Act is a U.S. federal law signed on June 18, 1878 by President Rutherford B. Hayes, which limits the powers of the federal government and the use of federal military personnel to enforce the domestic policies within the U.S. Okay. Makes That's sense. why they would love it because they sense. hate the federal government. Yep. Makes sense. So there you go. There's where that came from. Yeah, there's also I think it's Greek. It's um there's a thing that conspiracy and right wing types love is Moan Labe. I'm gonna look that one up. Well I can tell you what it means. Oh, okay. I'm familiar with this one. Okay. It means come and take it. Oh. And you know what that is? yeah, guns and such. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That's that's where that's Are you sure it's Greek? It's not Latin? I do you know there's a wrestler who has a gigantic tattoo of it? Ooh. Yeah, I know. I'm like, he's pretty good, but I'm really worried he's going to say something really stupid just Ooh. in like a week and just ruin everything. How do you how do you spell this? It's like an M O A L O B. It's it's something weird cuz like the lettering is not all English style letters. So that's that's part of why I, I it's hard to look up to me, but Okay. Yeah. Continue. Um so June 30th, 1984, um, what's his face? Richard Snell is driving uh, near Dequeen, Arkansas, mm-hmm. which is in western Arkansas. I know somebody from Dequeen. And it's near the Oklahoma border. Okay. He's driving through in his van and he's got a trailer and he gets pulled over. Routine traffic stop by a an Arkansas state trooper. <laughs> who is black, named Louis P. Bryant. Oh, Mr. Bryant. And Snell has warrants for his arrest in Texas, specifically. Mm -hmm. So he basically immediately gets out of the car, shoots Bryant, (gasps) and flees. No. And Bryant would actually be found by his wife on the side of the road. No, no, no. They were going to go meet for, for lunch, and she saw his car on the side of the road and was like that's weird i just started tearing up a little bit that's so sad. sad and he bryant would be rushed to the hospital but he would die oh no leaving behind a wife and two children no, you're making it worse stop the facts must be known uh, yes they must they really must okay continue so fortunately a truck driver actually notices this happen and actually he follows Richard Snell for a while. What? And then he eventually is able to alert the police, like in what direction he's going, what he's driving, because he's driving like a brown van trailer, 
something real trashy looking. <laughs> Unless I'm sorry if you have a brown van and a trailer, people. But <laughs> it's trashy, okay. Listen, these are the facts. The facts must be known. We can't all have nice things. Sometimes it's true. Sometimes we don't. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Yeah. I'm not judging you for your car. I'm judging this guy because he sucks. <laughs> that's that's it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's a, he's a rotten person. He's murdered two people yeah. for like no reason. And he just like got out and shot this poor. Anyway. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, police in Broken Bow, Oklahoma, set up a roadblock. Broken Arrow, I think, is the one you know. Yeah, that was like not Broken Arrow. Yeah, I looked at it. And I was like, wait a second. Why would you have both of these? That's weird. Are I don't know. Ne- I don't know. I don't know if those are like twin cities that are right beside each other. Each other. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, so there's a roadblock uh, by police in Broken Bow. Snell gets to it and he's like, well, got to do what I normally do. Just start shooting. And uh, he is not as successful this time. Go figure. He is going to, he's, he's not going to shoot any police officers. Good. As much as he tried. Good. In fact, he would be shot six times. Mm. And he he would survive. Mm. They took him to the hospital and all that. And he would confess to the murder of Lewis P. Bryant. No remorse, I'm sure. No remorse. He said, you know, I had these arrest warrants. And later he would say it was self-defense. But that mm-hmm. sounds like nonsense. Yeah. So at this time, while he's in the hospital and all that, investigators are searching his van and his trailer and all that. And find some real cool stuff in there. Uh huh. You got, um, for instance, a grenade. Oh, great! As one just, does. Just one, though. Nice. As far as I can tell, okay. which seems like. Why not have two or it, three? It both or seems a lot. like it, one grenade is too many grenades, but also <laughs> is not enough grenades. I feel like if you're gonna be like, I'm a guy with grenades. That's a thing I do. Maybe he um, was playing with them and exploded them on his property. Could be. Just for fun. Maybe he sold some. I don't know what he was doing. Yeah. Um. One of the, uh, they find other weapons like guns and stuff, mm-hmm. um, like Mac 10 or Mac 11. I forget what's what. I don't know what that is. It's a, it's a gun. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, they also find a gun in there it is a 22 caliber pistol. Mm-hmm. And that is how they find out that that is the gun that was used to kill William Stump back, uh, oh, in November. Okay. Several months ago. The pawn shop owner. Yes. Okay. So before that, they they didn't know who did it. Gotcha. And uh, did he confess to it? He never confessed to that one. He claims he was framed on that one. Hmm. Yeah, probably not though. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Sure. Part part of the thing is though, like the the we won't get too much into like the trial stuff because it's tedious. Yeah, but part of it is like you're trusting a lot of testimony from a lot of other neo Nazis, like <laughs> turning it, on each other, not turn, it's kind kind of like cult leaders take their autobiography with a grain of salt. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so uh, at one point while they're looking through there, they find some wires that seem suspicious. Uh-oh. So then they're like, oh, no, did he booby trap this stupid van? Did he? No. Oh, okay. Uh, they brought in the bomb squad, though, and had them investigate it just in case. Do you think he was smart enough to booby trap his van? I don't think he would have been. Somebody would have. But there might have been somebody, yeah. Okay, yeah. Though, again, like... A lot of the stuff they had been doing, like their acts of domestic terror, mm-hmm. were ineffective because they tried to commit a bunch of arsons, but like their arsons didn't work right a lot. Mm-hmm. And they tried to blow up that gas pipeline and that didn't work. Yeah. They were terrible at this. <laughs> Which like, is good. Good. Yeah. Ideally, the villains are incompetent doofuses. Good. 
Oh, great. Good. We're on the right track. That's, that's what I like, but you know. Yeah. Um, so they also find like a bunch of the literature from CSA, like their little mm-hmm. pamphlets they'll hand out. And it was like, they find some w- creepy stuff. Oh. Um, there's an ATF agent, uh, Bill Buford, What's who comes ATF? in. Uh, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I knew that. They're most well known for Waco. We won't talk about that. We're not going to talk too much about that one. Because <laughs> it's... It's sad. It's really sad. It's another sad one. We can't do too many. Also, it's... There's a lot on it. It'll get mentioned, but it's we're not going to do Waco. Okay. We're not going to do Waco. Okay. Here. Okay. Good. Um, so, Buford had been investigating CSA for a while because mm-hmm. they're, they're like, who? What's, what's the deal with these guys? Yeah. It seems bad. Yeah. It seems like a bad time. He finds a briefcase with like a bunch of like notes and stuff. Yeah. And one of the things he finds is a map. To what? His house. To the dude's house? The ATF agent's house. <gasps> a map to it or of it? Like of Bl- it and like all the surrounding area. Like, that, like hand-drawn maps of like oh the house gosh. and surrounding area. Yeah. What? So they, so the CSA people have been like surveilling him to some extent oh my gosh and he also found similar evidence again of this sort of surveillance against a federal judge an fbi agent and a u.s attorney holy cow and the fbi agent i know for sure was also investigating the csa folk wow so also since uh we're not doing a deep dive too much on csa's overarching uh, hierarchy and structure and everything else they got up to mm-hmm. mostly fo- focusing on snell here but just want to mention that 22 they found had originally been bought by the csa leader jim ellison and this is kind of what leads to their downfall as oh, an organization okay just thought that was a little little fun side note there a little interesting tidbit yeah so we get to the trial snell he's going to be convicted and he's sentenced to death wow it was it seems like it was a pretty easy one to do yeah especially since he confessed to one of the murders where was he tried at oh i forget i think they tried to move it at some point but i'm not sure if they ever actually did was it in oklahoma uh no it's been in arkansas okay yeah um and of course like the the white national types they were like they 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 saw him as like another person who was gonna be a martyr and all this bull crap yeah um they they even tried to pre- prevent his execution to some extent. Like there's a there was a newsletter the that uh, said sent out by the militia of Montana where it called him a patriot to be executed by the beast. But what? The, okay. And okay. <laughs> the Arkansas Clemency Board received one thousand five hundred to two thousand letters all supporting him. Oh. And they said that that was like a conservative number. <laughs> really yeah like they they never got that many letters because but he was a dude that murdered a cop for no reason yeah but it was a black cop and they're white supremacists so there is that Mm. that element of it Mm. and uh he even had uh 14 different people testify in his defense to the clemency board to try and get him away from being executed but wait were they all white supremacists probably (laughs) uh one of them said that uh, if they execute Snell, they should expect the wrath of God. That sounds like a threat to me. Yes, it does, doesn't it? Huh. And, uh, well, and here's the thing. Snell says he would do it again. <gasps> well, bye. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> right. 
Cause, and I guess he was claiming self-defense maybe. but <sighs> So he's like, under the same circumstances, I would have done it again. Wow. It is never okay to kill somebody. Like, if if something in your life is telling you it's okay to kill another human being, rethink it. Stop. Rethink it. Because it's not okay to kill people. Yeah. I, th- I thought every I thought everybody knew. Th- I thought that was just an a easy thing. I thought that was an easy thing. Well, some people, um, like these white supremacist types, they see themselves as victims. Yeah. They think uh, people having, like, hey, what if what if uh, we also had freedom and justice for like non-whites? They think, well, that's taking away my freedom. It's like, no, no, no. It's you still get your freedom. It's just that everybody else gets it too. Exactly. And so they think they're being oppressed and all this other stuff. And they're obviously there are people who've built their self worth around just like, look at my skin, which is ridiculous and depressing and sad. So if you tie yourself, your self worth to that, so then that's how you're going to look at everything. Especially if you follow this Christian identity stuff where they call non whites mud people. <gasps> no, yeah, that's like a thing they do. The he- you know they, what? They you think- know what that sounds like? What? I bet you can guess. Mud people, like Harry Potter. Yeah, the Muggles. Mud blood. Oh, mud blood. Yeah, That'd like you're cool. inferior, like because you are not pure. Yeah, I mean that Harry Potter is about neo Nazis essentially. Basically, yeah. Well, I mean that's not like what it's about, but. <laughs> That's what the villains are about. Kind of, they're yeah. They're neo-Nazis, essentially. Because Essentia- they're, they're essentially not- like supremacists. Yeah, they are. They're magic supremacists. Exactly. It's pure bloods versus mud bloods versus whatever. Muggles. Could muggles have just shot them, though? Like, would that have been easy? Well, but then they can magic blue. Can they? Yeah, you can Is there, stop it. Are there parts in the Harry Potter thing where people are like, I have a machine gun. Let's see how you deal with that. Well, you can make like a shield. I mean, I don't know. Okay, I'm just wondering. I, I, I just thought about that sometimes. I feel, like, I feel like magic would win against bullets. Maybe. But then why are the magic people always hiding? I don't know. Because there's more muggles than there are the sheer numbers of wizard versus muggles. Okay. I don't know. I, yeah, it's just something that popped in my head suddenly. Like... <laughs> Could you just wait, shoot? Wait. Would guns work against magic? No, probably not. I don't know. Maybe. Anyway. Um. <laughs> That's another subject for another <laughs> time. <laughs> That's a different podcast altogether. Okay. So, back to reality. Yeah, the sad reality. Yeah. Um. So, Richard Snell is set to be executed on April 19th, 1995. Which is especially galling if you are a white supremacist. Why? Uh, I I just learned this recently. Oh. April 19th is apparently a big day for the white supremacist types. Is that Hitler's birthday? No, that's the 20th. Is that his death day? No. Okay. It has nothing to do with Hitler. Okay. It is essentially the day the American Revolution began. Oh, It's when okay. the shot heard around the world happened. Oh, okay. It is uh, the beginning of the of Ruby Ridge... I'm not going to go into what that means. Okay. Um, I was like, uh, Andrew sees my confused look. He's like, yeah, I was like, I was like, uh, you probably don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Don't worry about it. But it is a thing that basically there was an FBI thing with a guy in Idaho and it's very upsetting for white supremacists. And it was, uh, it was a big boondoggle for the FBI. Oh, okay. Kind of like Waco. Oh no. April 19th is also (gasps) the anniversary of Waco. Is Hitler's birthday really the 20th? I think that's right. 
Wow. I think I saw that. Wow. Pop because, up with that? Yeah, because I, I didn't want to mention it because I wanted to uh, make my joke of April 19th being such an intense, angry holiday for these white supremacist douchebags. Yeah. And then it's like the next day is just like 420. Blaze it. <laughs> yeah. just chi- It's a real chill holiday. 420, blaze it. That's one where people just kind of just kind of act cool about things for oh. a bit <laughs> compared to this one where people are like, we are being oppressed and blah, blah, blah. And we, have to, we, we have to destroy all the Zionists or whatever the yeah. stupid stuff is. So April 19th, 1995 comes. Mm-hmm. And uh, the most interesting thing to happen that day, the most newsworthy thing to happen that day is not going to be Richard Snell's execution. Tell me. That morning, Snell excitedly gets up and he tells the guards he wants to watch the news. He wants to see CNN. Oh, no. And he gleefully <gasps> watched on. No, 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 as no, As no, the no. news broke. No, 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 no. That the Alfred P. Murrah Federal Building no. in Oklahoma City had been bombed. Oh, my gosh. And he was said to have been smiling and laughing when he witnessed the carnage. What a piece. That, that was children and people. Children. Okay. I, I get it. Innocent people, yes, but innocent children. There's a daycare there. And not only that, but the bomb was placed directly under the daycare. And he knew it. I'm like tearing up a little bit. Yeah. That's so awful. I was like shaking writing this part. I could could see you're feeling intense about it. Very frustrating. Yeah. 168 people were killed. And And around 700 more were injured. And he's smiling gleefully. He's, He's happy as can be. Oh my God. Um, never go to the Oklahoma City Building Memorial. Unless you're in a good place. Because you will cry. I've been It there. is depressing. Yeah. Especially when you see the part about the children. Yeah. The smaller seats. Oh, um, God. Supposedly, Snell had been claiming something big was going to happen for like a while. Like How saying, did he know? Well, well, that's the question. Knew. Did he actually know? Mm. Or was he just bluffing? Because... April 19th is their day and also, you know, bluffing about like, oh, you better not kill me because especially not on that day. Don't you do it. Something's going to happen. Or did he actually know? Gotcha. Especially since, you know, he he had previous connections to plotting to blow up that very building. Mm. Yeah. So it is. And Timothy McVeigh has connections with like yes. some of these people, like Elohim City, which and, we talk about a little bit in episode yeah. six too. So, yeah, that's uh. So what happened? Did he die? Uh, yes. Good. They still executed him. His final meal was fried crappy. You said that's how it's pronounced. I'm pretty I'm sure. trusting you. <laughs> the fish. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I, it's a word I've. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say out loud. It's one where I've like read it and gone like. Why would that be that way? Why would you call a fish a crappy poopy? <laughs> it would do. I'm such pretty a thing. sure it was named before the slang. Nah. Okay. Um. So yeah, fried crappy, two large onions. There was another one that would just like two large onions. Yeah. Wasn't there another raw? person? Raw onions. Uh, probably cooked. I don't know. But didn't we have somebody else who was like, I just want some onions for some reason. Maybe, maybe it was me reading you because I was reading a list of final meals. Maybe it was. Maybe this was on here. It could be. They had a, a large green salad with blue cheese dressing, hush puppies, and buttermilk. Ew. What a terrible last meal. Right? 
I mean, he has he clearly has no taste. <laughs> um, his final words were towards the governor at the time, Jim Guy Tucker. Mm-hmm. And he says, Governor Tucker, look over your shoulder. Justice is on the way. I wouldn't trade places with you or any of your political cronies. Hell has victory. I am at peace. This is why. So I don't think anything particularly bad ever happened to Jim Guy Tucker. And that's why I'm partially like, he's probably just bluffing, talking out his ass there. Oh, with the bombing thing? Or- yeah, that's that's one of the things. And also, I think they, there was no evidence ever found that he legit knew anything. But, hmm. you know. Any, any event like that is going to have a lot of conspiracy thought yeah. thrown into it. Yeah. Some of it being like, what else was there? Or who else knew? And some of it's going to be Timothy McVeigh was a, uh, he was a patsy or some bull crap that some doofus will say. Yeah. Um, so Snell would be pronounced dead at 9.16 p.m. that day. Mm-hmm. Well, night. Yeah. You know. His body was claimed by Robert Millar. He was the head of Elohim City at the time. Gotcha. Um, if you remember the video... So did Snell not have any, like, family? Or it didn't seem like it. If he did, he didn't hang out with them. Not like he did with these people. Well, wonder why. Yeah. I mean, who would want to be around such a horrible, rotten person? Yeah, it's pretty unpleasant. Wholesomely unpleasant. Yeah. The um, I was just going to quickly mention, if you remember that video we watched with Elohim City... Yes. Um, the guy with the weird... The two guys there, uh, there's the one with the creepy thin mustache. Yes. And the guy who sounds like Elmer Fudd. Yes. Um, those are Robert Millar's kids. Oh. Yeah. But both of them? Yes. They seem like they were not the same age. I mean, people age differently and also hmm. usually like, unless you're twins, you're born at different times. Well, I mean, it seemed like one was significantly older than the other. It's probably the thin, creepy mustache. Yeah. Okay. And also he had gray hair, whereas the other one did not. Yeah. The other one just sounded like Elmer Fudd. <laughs> so those were the leader of Elohim City's kids. Yeah. And they're okay. the ones running it now because gotcha. that guy's died. Gotcha. Um, they actually left when they brought his body back to Elohim City. They left him in an open casket for three days Ooh. in case he was resurrected because <gasps> Jesus loves him. Wait, wait. This sounds familiar. Right. Sounds a little bit. Oh, wait, did it did it work? Wait, wait. No, spoiler alert! What? Spoiler alert! Wait, wait, wait. Andrew, did it work for Tony and Susan Alamo? <laughs> did it work for Heaven's Gate? Or <laughs> did it work for anybody that's ever thought that? Well, I mean, if you're a Christian, except for Jesus, did they think he was coming back though? Who Jesus? Yeah, they didn't think he was coming back. Right? They were all bummed out. Oh yeah. And when he first came back, they were like, "Who's yeah, this new you. guy? Yeah, who are you?" Who's this new guy? We've never met you before. You're right. You are right. So, so what do you think? Nobody's coming back from the dead. Pretty much. No, you can only do that. What? Two people have done that? <laughs> Who? Lazarus. Oh, was he dead? Yeah. 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 And That's you, why in Batman, they have the Lazarus pit. You can see how how well I retained yeah. Bible knowledge. Um. No, uh, he, as far as I can tell, he was not resurrected. In fact, his body <laughs> remains in Elohim City. Um, On display? It's just in the ground now. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, they just put it in the ground like you do. Oh, okay. Because he did not, be, he was not resurrected because he was not, uh, why would he have been? Was he, was he lethal injection? Was he? Yes. Okay. So we were in the lethal injection yeah. time frame. The last. We talked about this a little bit last week, I think. Uh, me and you. Not, off air. Me and you, yeah. Because there's a, 
yeah the guy who the last person to get the electric chair was yeah would have been before this okay okay so but yeah he's he's just in the ground now and he's dead he's rotted away mm. probably in hell yeah, it, very much so if if there is a god he's in hell oh absolutely that's just what that's that's gonna be my hot take who do you think's in heaven um like a bazillion more people who aren't him <laughs> <laughs> who else do you think is in hell let's name some names here um everybody on our podcast no not everybody well the perpetrators um, not the victims what's oh his my name gosh, cyclops he's probably in hell now oh yeah um, oh yeah because his his death was not that long died, ago yeah Kehoe's not on death row which is weird hmm. which we've talked about how that's weird yes um the guy who tried to kill the girl but then killed himself later what was her name are you talking about uh jennifer shewitt yes okay uh, the guy who tried to kill her, he's probably in hell. Oh, yeah. If I were to guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't make these decisions. Yeah. Well, and hey, I have no way of verifying anything. <laughs> I can just guess. Hey, God, what, what you what you think? You want you want to send me the list, the naughty and the nice list? I would love that list. Just so we could look at it and be like, all right, so this is what we need to do. <laughs> don't be like this person. Be like this person. That'd be fun. I mean, I feel like we at least know the don't be like this person list generally yes i mean i I feel like that one at least we know probably what not to do and that's kill people for one how weird would it be though to look at that list because there could be so many people who you're like oh i thought that was a good person but it turns out actually they were a serial killer the whole time you don't ever know anybody that also life lessons with andrew and caitlin you never know anybody don't trust anyone that's right the only way to trust somebody is if you have a gps tracker on them at all times but don't do that because that's called stalking (laughs) It, they have to agree to it first. Okay. Consensual stalking. But then, but then, something. but then you don't, but then they don't know. Then they can alter the results of said GPS tracking. How many people can do that? They can like take off a tracker and like send it somewhere for a little bit and be like, no, I was totally there. You have it implanted in them. Oh. In their neck. Or in their phone. Or something. Go, yeah. Also go, the phone. Go obviously. into their phone, turn on the, the GP, the front, share my location or whatever. And then like. Don't do it. Like, don't tell them that you did it. And then go into your phone. Uh, this is bad advice. Don't take it. Don't listen to me. Yeah, what are we even doing? Um, I also say Robert M- Millar. Mm-hmm. I bet he's in hell. You think so? Yeah, I mean, he's preaching this Christian identity Pretty stuff. He's one stuff. of the guys on that Yeah. That stuff. So he's probably in hell. Yeah. Hitler. That's probably a Did I say shock. that already? Hitler's probably there. Stalin. Yeah. Anybody, Mao. It, anybody that did mass murdering or ordered mass murdering probably yeah it's probably there most most likely one would think yeah but who's to say who's to say anyway good story well not really because i can <laughs> i mean you know what i mean though like i know how angry you got with the kehoe episode i can only imagine you sitting there researching this and just getting angry all over again this one wasn't as bad kehoe was pretty bad kehoe was like they were trotting all across the states and everything. Yeah, it was And it was also the first time I was being exposed... To that. ...in mass to a lot of that stuff, yeah. And it's, like, deep. Like, it, it goes deep, 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 deep. Like, yeah, the Southern Poverty... Law Center. Yeah, they, they have lists of hate groups on their website or whatever, and it's, like, they're all connected. It's, it's wild. Yeah, and there's so many of them. 
Yeah, and a lot of them are like really small, but a lot of them also because it's, it's like it. One of the articles says like all of these groups have their roots in the Posse Comitatus group because oh, okay. they were founded in like the sixties. Oh, okay, and so you know that group leads to one group that group leads to another like even i think the order split off at some point where like some of it splintered away to different groups gotcha and and i think i think that's how a lot of them learned to do what they did with the like robin banks and stuff because that was the order were the first ones who were like let's do that yeah though maybe they learned that from the turner diaries i don't know who knows anyway wow deep 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 stuff Thank you. Thank you for your story this week. And It was not my pleasure. I know. <laughs> I know. It never is. It never really is. Um, anyways, what, what, no no state capitals this week. I finished no, it. No, you did it. Thank God. That was awful. I, I almost still think we should do all 50 nope. at one, in one run Do you someday. know how many I'm going to get? 25. If I'm lucky. I bet you could do 25. Oh, Nevada. I don't remember. Okay. It's not Las Vegas. It is not. I don't remember. <laughs> All right. Well. Let's not. Okay. We won't. <laughs> okay. That was a test run. <laughs> it went poorly. Um, let's do, um, I have some questions I want to ask you. Oh. Andrew's not looking forward to this. He doesn't know what they are. I found them literally before, like today before the episode. And I was like, oh my gosh, these are really interesting questions. Andrew has like very like black and white answer questions i have very open-ended questions like are you ready uh yes that's not very open-ended though. okay no that one isn't but this question <laughs> actually it's actually gonna be pretty funny let's just get this one let's just rip the band-aid off and get this one out of the way ready what has been your favorite memory this year <laughs> On this terrible, terrible year. I don't even know what happened this year that was anything. Um, the only thing that I can hmm. think of, probably my favorite memory from this year is starting up the podcast. And like that when we first started like trying to like get the podcast going, we had no idea what we were doing. We we're just like, we know we want to do this. And that's about as far as we got. And like sitting here trying to figure out how to record an episode it literally took like eight hours and now it's like boom 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 got it we watched like 50 youtube videos and i mean i don't know it, i'm it's funny to see first episode versus now when, what all we've learned and especially you with editing and all that too yeah and also because we we actually did like a few practice episodes just to see like what we were gonna do yeah and all that. yeah yeah, I was trying to think. I was like, was that 2020 still? Yeah, that was 2020. It was because it was, I know for a fact it was after the Super Bowl sometime. Yeah. Which was not a good memory because I don't like the Chiefs. <laughs> it was not, this is good memories only, okay? Good memories. Because uh, like, I don't know. Probably the podcast. Uh, yeah, but I want to pick something different. Oh, okay. Well, I can't think of anything that's like an actual thing that I would have done. Because yeah. again, we've been holed up and all this yeah, other stuff. I know. And I can't think of any, having done anything before March 11th when everything went bad. Yeah, me neither. I was trying to like think of, did I, oh, I did go to, um, I think it was this year. I went to Wicked. Did I go see Wicked? Yeah, I went to go see Wicked with Melissa. Okay. 
I guess that was fun. That was pre pre shutdown. Was what, good. Was the Mandalorian this year, or was that yeah, last year? Yeah, no, that was this year. Mandalorian is this year. Was it? Yeah. Now I'm wondering. I feel like that might have been. When was the launch of Disney Plus? Wasn't it November? Well, heck, now I don't know. Now you have me second guessing. All right. Um, seeing Tetsuya Naito win the double gold dash at Wrestle Kingdom. That's your best memory of 2020? Sure. It wasn't even that good of a memory because then he got beat up at the end by Kenta, who's a jerk. These are your best memories of 2020? Uh, This past Saturday, uh, Naito won back his titles from Evil. Oh, my God. And they got to celebrate with fireworks because they did a stadium show at a baseball field, which is pretty cool. Wow. Get out. And, yeah, that... (sighs) It's it's a mixture of like I don't know that I've done anything, and Mandalorian was last year. Uh, okay. I, I don't think I've done anything, and I don't know. Like, I know it's like this year is bleeding into last year because you know this year nobody's done anything. We're just working home, working home. Yeah, also, pretty much. Also, pretty good memory of this year. My yard looks pretty pretty amazing. It's a little dead right now, but it's because it's been crispy outside. Yeah. I'm proud of it. I've worked that's, hard. That's good. A lot of a lot of sweat and tears and that. Mostly sweat. Um okay. Number the next question. Number two. What would be the theme song of your life? I, I don't even know how to answer this question. Okay. I don't even know what the what mine would be. Um the Mandalorian theme song. It's a pretty good song. <laughs> It is I a, think it is good. It's okay. a good song. Okay. What is the craziest, most daring thing you've ever done? Question three. What is the craziest, most daring thing you've ever done? Oh, I don't know. Have I done anything daring? Like, I've never been bungee jumping or anything like that. I've been I'm trying to think of if I've done anything that's like, I know that well, sounds like I would die. I don't think I've any done anything like crazy or crazy or daring. Not that I can think of. I went streaking one time. Oh, okay. That's probably it. Yeah, I haven't done anything like that. Okay. Here we go. Next question. Number four. What talents do you possess that not a lot of people know? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> You're good at video games. Sure. I can roll my tongue or whatever. Let me see. Do it. Can you can you do all the rolls? You kind of got it. Yeah. Kind of get it. I can do that. I can do that way. On that way. That way. And that way. I can roll it four ways. Cool. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. Talents. I can sometimes do a good writing. I don't you know. Do, you do. Andrew writes all the episode descriptions, and he does a really good job. I don't know what they are before he writes them. And so when I wake up on Tuesdays and the episode pops up on my queue, I just like reading the description. So I'm like, what did Andrew come up with for it? And they're always so good. They're good. Uh, what hidden talents do I have that not a lot of people know of? I play the flute, but I feel like a lot of people know that. Um, yeah, I don't have any musical talent. I see. I have negative musical talent. Yeah, you. that's true. That's true. You're good with like, 
sports knowledge like insanely weirdly good with sport and apparently capitals that's so weird i do know capitals um i've been playing trivia royale on ipad what is that just like just like random trivia it's like a trivia game you Mm -hmm. like pick a topic Mm -hmm. and match up against somebody and i i dominate world flags pretty much i can see that you're good at pretty much geography worldwide yeah pretty good yeah my i would say i'm terrible with africa and south america why is that i don't know the names no i don't think so i think it's just i haven't bothered to mess with it enough gotcha whereas like i can i could put i can tell you if you show me a blank map of europe or asia for instance Mm -hmm. i would tell you just about everything that's pretty amazing like your turkmenistan tajikistan uzbekistan that grouping right there i don't know which one's which but you know where they're at generally and you know the they're at least three grouped together see i wouldn't even yeah. know that i but i i mean i know where pakistan is and i know where kazakhstan is well good job yeah kazakhstan's big country is it i think so yes i did <laughs> i yes. don't know um okay which tv sitcom would you star in none i have no charisma but <laughs> is this just basically like which one would i want to live in well you, sure why not it can be that yeah oh man uh tv sitcom that i would want to actually be a part of maybe parks and rec because yeah. like the endings were a little were almost like too happy <laughs> it was a little bit like everything works out and even more than it should have or, or something it was yeah like everything in parks and rec was kind of like that yeah uh whereas like the office it was it was getting bleak for a little while there you take it bleak um and andy sucks at the end and yeah. that one host sucks What's her name Aaron? in the later seasons? Aaron? Like Kathy? Are you talking about the chick that tried to come on a gym? Yeah. Yeah, Kathy. Kathy. Yeah. I knew it began with a K. I just couldn't think Yeah, it was Kathy. Yeah, she sucks. Yeah, she does suck. And then there's like, I don't know. That that show gets kind of weird. Uh, yeah, Parks and Rec would be good just because everything works out for everybody perfectly in the best ways possible <laughs> in a way that is insane. I would say probably for me, The Office. I was thinking The Office just because it's so wacky and ridiculous and it's like it's like clumsy and, and goofy and that's pretty much me, clumsy and goofy. You know what? Community would have been one I would have liked actually, at least like first three seasons. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because like it gets a little darker in seasons five and six, but not sometimes too dark where it's like, Dan Harmon, were you going through some stuff? Dan Harmon? Yeah. he's. We talked about this. Rick and Morty guy. Yeah, okay. We yeah. talked about this. They referenced it in an episode of Rick and Morty. Oh, really? The one where um, Jerry has to is supposed to donate his uh, penis. Oh, God. There's <laughs> one of the things on, like, there's a television, and it shows um, yeah. Rick pointing out. It's, like, basically, like, a copy of Community, but with aliens. Oh, really? Yeah. How funny. And, um mostly like community like season three especially it gets real wacky Mm -hmm. and like the paintball episodes which they don't have one in season three that's not the point Mm -hmm. but i wish kind of wish my community college days had been as wacky and fun full of hijinks but they were just kind of like i went there and then i went home and studied (laughs) and turned in homework and and stuff you made no friends i made no friends because i i have no personality well no because nobody makes friends at community college they do on community. Well, that was weird. That was abnormal. Also, 30 Rock would be a good one for wackiness. I never watched it. I know. It's not bad. Very good. Don't, don't. I know. Um, let's see. 
Oh, if you could make a difference in the world, what would you be known for? Um, I would want to make the difference where, um, Here, here's how, how, how wacky do I want to get? Do I want to go replicators from Star Trek so that I've cured hunger and poverty and we're going to go into space and check out the final frontier and all that? I mean, if that's what you want. I've decided I'm doing, I made Star Trek replicators. Okay. If I can make a difference in the world, I'm going to go serious. I want to just help people. I want to help people. I want them, I want to help heal people in my profession. I want everybody that I come in contact with to know that um, I care about them as a person and yeah, feel accepted. I don't care about all of them though. Uh, Well, okay. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Um, what is your favorite quote? I, I don't know. <laughs> Here's one that I say often. Why are you the way that you are? I, I used to say that all the time back when I worked at the Chick-fil-A. Oh, really? That was a very common one. Also, other ones we did. Um, so pretty much the office, the, anything from the office. A lot of office. I was actually thinking about this one. I can't think of the ex- exact quote, but when Andy's like, this is going to be the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life. I've not had a very hard life. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I referenced that one a lot because I'll just be like, this is the worst day of my life. My life has been pretty easy. Yeah. Because <laughs> I understand my problems are not big problems generally. Yeah. It's just kind of like, I'm so annoyed by this thing. I know it's not that big of a deal. Just understand I'm annoyed by it. <laughs> I like, I love Andy when he says, sorry, I bothered you with my friendship. <laughs> I like saying that one too. What was the other? Oh, there's two from The Dark Knight I used to quote all the time at uh, Chick-fil-A. Which one? There's the part when they're doing the press conference and uh, there's some guy in the background just like, things are worse than ever. <laughs> and so we, we would say that a lot at, at the Chick-fil-A. <laughs> just joke. Like if we got behind, we're just like, Things are worse than ever. <laughs> and then the other one was, um, we'd sometimes yell, just go, Rachel, Rachel. Because we had multiple Rachels who worked there. Oh, and yeah. so if they did something wrong, we'd just be like, Rachel. Yeah. That's a, that's a thing we would do. That's good. That's a good one. But yeah. I, <laughs> haven't, Sorry haven't done, I annoyed you with my friendship. Haven't done things are worse than ever in a long time. <laughs> things are worse than ever. It's, such, it's like such a weirdly delivered line. It sounds weird. Uh yeah that that is because he's just like he things wanted, are worse than ever he wanted to be me blah 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 he wanted to be memorable okay let's make um let's make this the last one just because it's a weird one okay if you could travel to one of the planets which planet would you go to and why okay so this is gonna presuppose that we can even exist on the planet somehow magically okay. Uh, obviously, because otherwise, qu- what's the point? You just go there and die instantly. Okay, true. So, can you name all the planets first off? Uh, yes. Let me hear it. You got your Mercury. Okay. You got your Venus. Okay. Earth. That's the one we're on right now. Is it? Yes. And then you got your Mars. Then you got the asteroid belt. Then there's a Jupiter and a Saturn and a Neptune and a Uranus. You didn't say it right. Uh, you're what? right. They changed it to your rectum. <laughs> That's a Futurama reference. You got quotes. Um, what about Pluto? You don't. You Pluto's know, not considered still... a planet officially. But see, I heard that they reinstated it. 
did the, I don't know. It's kind of, eh. They said it's a dwarf planet, which yeah. I think it's kind of messed up that they would say that that's not a planet, because that implies that dwarfs are not people. <laughs> I know that's not what they really mean, but uh, that's just, that's my fun joke. It's a that joke. I could tell. Yay. Um, the, it would either be like Venus or Jupiter. Why? Because uh, Venus has like all kinds of like acid rainstorms and stuff and volcanoes. Do it's got they, stuff going on. They have an atmosphere. It has an atmosphere, yeah, right? Venus has an atmosphere, a very dense, very thick one. Like it, it would crush us, I'm pretty sure. But it doesn't have an actual like planet planet, like a, a surface where we would be able yeah, to Yeah, Venus, Venus has a, a surface. Jupiter, whereas, does not. So it, I'd need to be able to like float around it or something. It does not have a surface. It does not have a... No. It's gaseous? It's gas. What? Yeah, Jupiter is gas. 100% does not have... There might be a core of some sort. I don't remember. But there's nothing but to But I think it's on? like boiling or whatever. Sort of like our core is molten. This is a joke. No. How do you not know this? I'm not very good with this. So yeah. Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune are all gas. What? Whereas, you know, Mercury is rock. Venus is rock. Earth is rock. Mars is rock. Pluto is also rock. A big old rock with nothing. I think Pluto's not even big, though. It's the smallest... It was the smallest planet, but maybe it's not a planet. Um, Who's what's the smallest planet besides Pluto? Uh, Mercury. Really? Yeah. Is Mercury close to the sun? Yes. This is called Caitlin learns what she should have known in elementary school. Mercury. So you know how like, well, maybe you don't know. Let's I, find out. Okay. Uh, the moon. Okay. We only ever see one side of the moon from Earth. Right. You know that, right? Yeah. It doesn't. It's. It's called. It follows it's, us. It's. it's yeah, it's tidally locked is what they call that. Why are... You the should science. be a science teacher. Because uh, I don't know enough. And most of the stuff I forget. Okay, but instantly. you're doing really good right now. Keep going. <laughs> as far as you know. Okay. <laughs> I could be making it up. You could be. Yeah. The moon is tidally locked. Okay. And Mercury is that way with the sun. So one side of Mercury is always facing the sun oh. and always like super hot. And the other side is actually like cold, I think. Wild. Yeah. Why is Why is it tidally locked like that? Is it the closest to the sun? I guess that's probably why. Because, like, the moon, you know, it's tidally locked to us. Yeah. Whereas I think I think all the rest of the other planets, they have their own rotation. Okay, yeah. The um, moons do? Maybe, the not, maybe not moons. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Also, okay. like, yeah. And, like, places like Jupiter and Saturn have a bunch of moons. Yeah, they do. Mars has two moons. <gasps> wow. Phobos and something else. Phobos? Yeah. I like that probably a greek god i don't remember I or think a roman are. god I it's think, roman gods actually i think if i i were to i think um if i were to say a planet it'd be pretty boring and here's why i have logical reasons mars because okay it's pretty close to earth right sure i mean relatively as it is opposed to the, the other planets. closest i think yeah so um theoretically it has a you know could sustain life with some alterations maybe this is science fiction talk basically at this point but maybe at some point in the distant future um but it's fairly close to home you know it has some earthen like terrain with the mountains and stuff like that it's almost like desert terrain kind of yeah I, I do feel like if if we're imagining this uh this imaginary world where we can get to these planets yeah. easily though yeah I don't know if being close to home matters. We got warp speed or something going on. That's true. If if that's the case, then I'm going to all the other planets then. Like, either I'm staying close to home or bye, basically. Like, like I would want, if there was a way to do it, yeah. 
if we could build some sort of drone, get in there. Yeah. Like, I want to see the storms on Jupiter. That'd be pretty cool. Like, the eye of the storm, the eye, whatever. Who who has the diamond ring? Which which planet is that? Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, who would it be? I'm guessing it's, I want to say, mm, It's not Mars. I want to say it's one of the back two, like uh, Uranus Mercury. and Neptune. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, Pluto, did you say Mercury? Yeah. That's the closest one. Oh. And I don't think it has an atmosphere. It's gas. Mercury's not gas. <laughs> I'm not doing very well at the science lesson. No, Mer- Mercury is just a hunk of rock, basically. Okay, okay. Kind of have to be cooking so close to the sun, right? Yeah. I wonder if there's a reason the uh, all of the rock-based planets mostly are closer. Because the Mercury, Venus, Mar- Earth, Mars, all rock. Then after that, you do your Jupiter, Saturn, Neptune, Uranus, those are all gas. I don't know. wonder if there's a reason for that. This is called Science Corner. Um, also, last reason of why I would want to go to Mars is because Gustav Holst, who is a composer, he did the Planet Suite, and Mars, the Bringer of War, is the coolest one of those. I'll it, have to listen to that. Is it good? Yeah, it's kind of... Are they all good? Oh, yeah. Have you never heard the Planet Suite? No, but you've never heard of planets, it feels like. I've heard of planets. I just didn't listen. It wasn't important to my future career. I can career. talk mess to you as well. Let's go. It's it's really it's, it's It's angry. I mean, Mars is the god of war. But then like Jupiter from the same suite is beautiful. Also, Neptune is the one with the diamond rain. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Of why did you, I don't know. Does that make sense of why it would be that way? What? Anyway, it's... The whole suite is just amazing. It's very popular. I'm surprised you never heard of it. I'm anti-music. I don't like it. That's true. Get it out of here. Okay, it's done. Don't have fun with that. It's out. It's done. Yeah, nobody wants that. That's why podcasts and audiobooks exist. I challenge you to listen to the entire suite, The Planets. Is it really long or something? Yes. How how long? Long. I couldn't tell you, but it's like maybe an hour, maybe more. That's not that long. Okay. I I can do that while mowing or something. But it goes through all the different planets, which is cool. Is each one in an hour? No, 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 no. Okay. The whole suite. Well, the whole I, suite. That's not a problem. Okay. I can do that. Okay. On accident. You probably could while you're playing some games or something. Or mowing the lawn, like I said. Ew. Which I need to do. do. <laughs> I, also, yeah. I did it during a heat warning yesterday. Um, Don't do that. It was bad. It took me forever because I kept having to stop and take breaks because it was so hot. And my yard's bigger. <laughs> and then, And then there was a severe weather alert. And I was like, why is this happening? And then you texted me and you're like, is everything okay there? And I was like, uh, yeah, it's sunny. And I don't know why that severe weather alert came up. And then like 20 minutes later, I was like, oh, this is why. Because the sky is black right now. <laughs> so that's why. Uh, and I was like running. You should have seen me. I was like running these strips of the yard here trying to finish it because it was like lightning. And I was like, please, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. Or also for it to rain, like right as I'm trying to finish mowing. I know. I was like, please I, just hold off for a minute, please. I've had I've had that a few times. It held off and I didn't die. I didn't get electrocuted as far as I know. But anyway. Okay. Anything else? Uh, What you looking at? Um, not much. Really just the same as last week. Um, cute story here. My niece lost her first tooth and she's so adorable. My mom took a video of it when I watched it. And she was like, (laughs) you know, it's kind of scary 
getting your tooth pulled you yeah. know it, it's scary and exciting so she was like laughing and crying at the same time at the end of the video my mom pulled it and it was it was funny it was funny she looked so cute and then my mom facetimed me right afterwards and she's like trying to rinse her mouth out and she's like there's one but she's still like happy but also like crying. <laughs> like rinse your mouth out it's fine anyways tooth fairy came oh wow and left um a tooth uh um a uh a pixie dust. My niece asked if there would be a pixie dust trail. And yep, the the yep, there sure had to be after she asked that question. So Tooth Fairy left a pixie dust trail. I feel like you could have just said, no, pixies, they they, they keep clean. They're, that's like, it's like, I don't know, pixie dandruff. They're not going to, they got the head and shoulders for that. Nope. The pixie dust all over that house visited brother's bedroom. Visit came down from the chimney like Santa Claus, I guess, and made its way. I guess that makes sense. Otherwise, it'd have to be breaking and entering through yeah. like a locked door or something. Yeah. And that was um, all of it was um, glitter. There's glitter oh. all over the house now, thanks Tooth Fairy. Well, they should have knocked out a window. <laughs> this is how the, how the Tooth Fairy gets in yeah. here. <laughs> That's how it's done. She's angry. She's an angry elf. <laughs> you gotta leave the door unlocked for. Her. Don't, don't do that. that. Don't don't listen. Bad advice, from Andrew. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, I'm reading a book. You can't hear about it yet because okay. it's gonna be part of the podcast Ooh. at some point in the future. I'm excited. Um, and I'm going to potentially try and read a Star Wars book called Alphabet Squadron. Cool. It's very cool. Maybe oh, I don't know. I haven't read it. Cool. it. Might be terrible. Who's to say? Cool. I don't need your judgment. judgment. <laughs> uh anyway okay i think that's about it not much yeah. looking this week because no. school started and yeah. that's pretty much what i've been looking at i watched summer struggle summer struggle what's that it was a wrestling show in new japan oh also uh sweet john bought me um animal crossing new horizons so i've been playing the crap out of that oh well, there you go that's something you've been looking at that's true it's been a lot of fun but i need to not i'm i i i am internally conflicted between doing what i'm supposed to do with school and playing animal crossing so yeah it's always a problem need to work on that um i don't know uh summer struggle was good well i'm happy for you i i think they could have come up with a better name yeah because it feels too real to call it summer struggle <laughs> everything's been a struggle it's what we've all been doing that's like they have weird names for their shows like invasion attack cool, cool. that yeah. was very cool Sakura Genesis. Okay. Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, I like that one. Dominion. Oh, that sounds scary. Um, well, I can't think of any other ones off the top of my head. Uh, King of Pro Wrestling. Oh. They've oh. also done one called Power Struggle. I don't like that one. Power Struggle or Summer Struggle? Which one do you like? Mm, summer Struggle. I, I choose that one. Summer I struggle? choose you, Summer Struggle. All right. Summer Struggle is pretty good. Well, cool. Happy Shingo and Suzuki had a great match. Cool. I love Suzuki's. Suzuki's the best. He's my favorite. Oh, yeah. Tell one him of he my has uh, good cars. No, this one would beat up a car. Oh, that big, huh? He's a, He's not that big. He's just that tough. He's a big boy? He's not that big. Oh, okay. He's just that tough. Oh, okay. He's a strong boy. He's a strong boy. <laughs> he's also boy. like 50. Oh, goodness gracious. Wow, he's an old boy for wrestling. He is. Wow. It's kind of shocking. His okay. Well, good job, Suzuki. 
we're happy for you that's right don't beat me up (laughs) um okay i think that about wraps it up for this week yeah okay guys thanks again for stopping in listening to us supporting us we appreciate everything that you do for us and have to offer Okay, that's enough ingratiation. Um, you can catch us on Facebook at Paint the Town Dead. You can catch us on Instagram, Paint the Town Dead, all one word. And you can catch us on Twitter at PTTDpod. And feel free to email us at PTTDpod at gmail.com. We uh, drop episodes every Tuesday. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, like, share, comment. Any Anything you can do helps us out immensely. And we greatly appreciate it. Um, and yeah, uh, tune back in next week. I'll be dropping an episode, dropping some knowledge on you about some Arkansas true crime. And we hope you come back next week and we'll see you guys then. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye.